Hello and welcome to the Ollie and Alex show. This is a podcast where me and Alex are going to sit down every so often and talk about current things that are going on around the world, such as the World Cup at this very moment in time and E3, which has just ended, which are going to be some of the topic points for this show. Um, I'm Oliver and I'm the Alex. other person yeah the other person's Alex I, hence, yeah. hence 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 Ollie and Alex really um but apart from that let's get um wrong <laughs> oh, <no. laughs> okay um so before we get, get right started um if you're watching this on YouTube and you're new please subscribe um so we're trying to reach like a new audience kind of thing and if you're listening to this elsewhere on SoundCloud or iTunes or wherever, some place that we haven't and, thought of yet. And all the other jazz, jazzy places around the internet. Please, please check out our YouTube channel, which is just Ollie and Alex. Uh, there'll probably it's be... Quite simple. <laughs> it is simple. There'll probably be some sort of link. Um, but if they're not, if there isn't, just type in on YouTube, Ollie and Alex, and we should be the first to come up. Um, but yeah, let's, exactly. let's get into the first topic. So we go for the World Cup? We can jump straight into the World Cup, which is obviously just just kicked off mm. with um well actually the second day in, but it kicked off yesterday with Russia versus Saudi Arabia, which Russia started off surprisingly well, even though Saudi Arabia were a, were a pile of pants. They were probably um, the worst team I've ever it was seen on TV. Awful. It was, they were they awful. were shocking. They like individually they looked okay. Yeah, like they look kind but, of small and quick, and but they gave the ball away so many times. Yeah, exactly, and they made Russia look like a team such as Spain or Germany. Mm. Yeah, and yeah. to be fair, the fight, the last two goals that Russia scored with um, was it Cherchev and Glovin? Yeah, Glovin's free kick was all right, even though the keeper kind of just did a star <laughs> jump in front of the ball. Yeah, instead of diving, it. he kind of like jumped and fell with his arm out. <laughs> like, <laughs> but uh, he couldn't really do anything about Cherchev's outside the foot. Oh no, that was a Swaz, that's a lovely goal, swazzing banger. But like, none of the goals were like they were they were quite good. Like I think it was the second one where he kind of flicked it up. But yeah, none of them were decent. hard goals. Do you know what I mean? Like no, they were all they all looked really really easy. Yeah, like most teams would have been able to score them. That is just because Saudi Arabia looked really bad. And aren't Saudi Arabia like? Was it like seven or something of their start and eleven came from two teams, which are the top yeah, two teams in Saudi Arabia? And then, yeah, they the most of their players came from the top two teams in the Saudi Arabian league, which is saying quite a lot about their team, really. Yeah, I mean, in, it's different. Like, it'll... No disrespect to Saudi Arabia and their team. I'm sure they are a really good team on their day, but just yesterday they looked disorganized. Didn't know what they were doing. Felt com- they looked completely out of their depth, like they didn't really belong in the World Cup. <laughs> no, I don't know how they qualified. Uh, I think they came top. I'm not sure. Let me, I'm going to look at their group. Yeah, um, they um weren't weren't um the best, but today's games, uh, the first two. So I think it started off this morning or this afternoon, early this afternoon of Uruguay versus um uh Egypt. 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 Obviously Salah didn't start and didn't ever didn't eventually play at all in the game, which is quite sad to see, especially considering it was his birthday today. Oh but really? We didn't see him play yeah, it was his twenty sixth birthday, but we didn't see him play at all today. Trying to um keep him fresh and ready for the next two games which Egypt are looking to win against Russia and Saudi. Mm. But um they didn't play him today and um it wasn't the best of matches if i'm honest like uruguay were dreadful i wasn't it, able which, to watch which, it yeah uruguay were dreadful which made um egypt look a lot better than they probably were apparently suarez had a really bad game yeah suarez was horrendous he had like three opportunities where he should have scored in all honesty mm. of the quality suarez is um but yeah he didn't he did he had an awful game his touch was off he looked like I think Martin Keown summed it up perfectly. His game looked like he was getting like 
he had a, something like a truck behind him pulling him back. <laughs> yeah. He looked like completely off his game completely and it was um wasn't the best of games and but obviously Uruguay did go on to win with an eighty ninth win minute winner with Jimenez, which I'm happy with because he's in my fantasy team. So oh, yeah. he got me a, a fair decent amount of that. points. So he got me eighteen points, which before, was decent. Before but, um, we yeah, get off sorry. Um before we get off into the dream team, uh, I just wanted to find or read to you an article that I found from 2014 Yeah. on The Guardian. And I'm going to try and read you the title without laughing. What, wait, what is it about? Is it about the World Cup? Yes. From uh, No. I don't know. But I'm just going to read you the title of the article. Okay. Asamoah Gian or Guyan? Yeah. Deny well, is he the one from Ghana? Yes, yeah, yeah. Denies murdering rapper in alleged human sacrifice. What? The former Sunderland striker attacks press rumours in Ghana. Local reports had linked him to an alleged ritual murder. And rapper Castro and his girlfriend Janet appeared uh, disappeared in July and he was accused of killing them in a ritual what? ritualistic murder that's i don't know what to say about that i don't know whether that's scary or completely bonkers <laughs> well i don't think he got sentenced with anything um that's like... <laughs> for, for the daily star that's um, madness Former Sunderland and Ghana star Asamo Gian denies murdering rapper. And this is like a big thing, but I, I can't remember it. And I feel like this is something I should have remembered. I didn't know anything about this. Second of all, I swear, I swear you went on to the search about the Saudi Arabian group and then yeah, now you just popped up upon... <laughs> I couldn't find anything. Asamoa guy being a murderer. <laughs> oh, if you enjoy the World Cup talk, by the way, um, hopefully this weekend or soon enough, we'll be doing a World Cup prediction where we literally predict every single game of the World Cup, obviously, other than the ones that we've, that we've already gone. And we'll yeah, try we can, and... we can predict those as well. Mm-hmm. I reckon um, Saudi Arabia <laughs> beat Russia. 2-0. Yeah, 2-0 to Saudi. Which I actually had, to be fair. I well, no, I had Russia to win 2-0. To be fair, the crazy thing is when it went 1-0, my mum came into the room where I was watching it and I said to her, this is now going to be 5-0. <laughs> yeah, I said they scored, didn't I? They scored two goals in the final. Yeah, they scored two goals in the final <laughs> two minutes in extra time, mm. which was, or the added time, sorry, which was um the two best goals of the match. Yeah. yeah. Which was decent. But anyway, um, Dream Team. Yeah. Yeah, so Menez scoring the winning goal for Uruguay. Back onto that. Yeah, it was a decent header. In all fairness, um, he won the free kick and they put a ball in and he won a header and it was a good header. But both him himself, Jimenez, and um, Godin were the star players mm. for Uruguay by a long way. Maybe Cavani was up there. He had a few <laughs> decent attempts, but just... Godin, Godin as a captain and a leader for Uruguay literally carried his team to that victory mm. like there were some cases in the match where he would get the ball from defense or pick the ball up from defense from an interception or a tackle and just run the whole length of the pitch passing it and mm. waiting for one in the one two getting into the box trying to put balls in he literally took the game by the scruff of the neck sometimes and was the epitome of a r- incredible leader and a world-class defender. Like, he's up there with... In my opinion, he's probably the best defender in the world right now. Mm. Maybe Ramos, but defence-wise, defending ability-wise, Godin's the best. And his uh, mentality and his knowledge for the game as a defender is incredible. Mm. And, yeah, he he won Uruguay that match, in my opinion, despite mm. Jimenez scoring the goal. <laughs> but, yeah, he, he was incredible. I've just looked at our league, which I'm not going to say the name of, um, but you are topping it because you've got 44 points. Yeah, and you've only got, Ronaldo scored a hat-trick. Yeah, you've only got two players on your team that have 
got you points, but they've got you 44 points. And yeah, Ramos know, has taken away two points, and I've had minus four points because of... Um, okay. No, Ramos and Pique. Oh, did you not have to... Who's had to I thought I had to go. Have to but I thought I had but to Did you see his mistake? Yeah. Oh, oh it's dreadful. That was bad. Before we get on, before we get the Spain-Portugal game, mm. um, we had the cracking world-class display of Morocco versus Iran. Oh, God. Um... Once again, like following up from the Uruguay Egypt game, it wasn't the best of games. Mm. Like Morocco had a lot of the possession for a majority of the match, um, but yeah, an own goal from Morocco causing Iran to win one nil. Um, in the ninety fifth minute, obviously heartbreak for the Moroccan player. I can't remember who scored the own goal now, but um, he must be devastated to score an own goal. For your country in the World Cup stage, it's devastating. With but their biggest one, chance one, to win as well. One thing I did notice when watching the match was how quick the Iran strike force was. Mm. Like they were ridiculously like ridiculously fast. Mm. It was mental. And Iran had chances to win the game too. They had probably the best opportunity where one of the strikers was thrown goal and he just got the ball stuck under his feet and yeah. put a bit of a pansy shot at the keeper. <laughs> But yeah, it was a bit of a disappointing game, and I was like, I don't want the World Cup to just be one nil victories with the goals coming in the eighty ninth or ninetieth yeah. minute plus. But that all changed with Spain yes. and Portugal yeah. this evening, which was an absolute belter of a game, ending three three. It was insane. To be fair, you missed two of the goals. I know. I was having a shave, and then one of them you were probably walking home because when I got into my house, I missed the Ronaldo yeah. penalty. Yeah, I missed Ronaldo's penalty, which was third minute in but Ronaldo's hat-trick was incredible yeah. like, I know one of them was a penalty and another one was literally De Gea cocking up but his free kick at the end to oh. level it up to make it 3-3 was incredible and it was the just funny because I was yeah because he hits it with the side of his foot and that wasn't even yeah. a knuckleball either like and it it curved round the wall and dipped so much yeah. to get it into that top corner. Yeah, was really good and to beat a world class keeper like De Gea, mm. it takes a lot of doing. Yeah, and he's, but it was just funny because before he took it, I was telling to my mum and dad saying he isn't going to score this because Ronaldo never scored. Like he scores free kicks once in a blue moon. Like he doesn't score them regularly. Yeah, like a lot of people think. Like, I know he has that signature style where he steps up for it. And I stuff. think it's because when he scores them, they tend to be screamers. Yeah, exactly. So everyone associates Ronaldo with scoring free kicks, even though that was the first free kick he scored in an international competition. Oh. And that was his 45th free kick attempt to score. Mm. So 45th time lucky. I <laughs> but that's like... Now it's over to Messi. It's in Messi's hands now to... Show what he can do now against Iceland tomorrow morning. Yeah, yeah. and that's a good and chance. Yeah, if he can score a few goals in that match, then I reckon this is a big World Cup for Ronaldo and Messi. Yeah, which is quite exciting. I I think we're so lucky. Yeah, because they're undoubtedly two of the best ever players that will ever play the game. Um, I'm personally a um Ronaldo fan. Mm. Like I I love Messi and the stuff he does, but. I think Ronaldo's the best player physically mm. and technically the best player we'll ever, ever see on the planet mm. for a long time as well. I, I read the thing about him saying that he could be playing in, into his 40s because he's got like the body yeah. of like a 22-year-old. Yeah, because it's, it's his physicality that makes him, Scary. in my opinion, better than Messi. Mm. Like Messi will probably retire in his mid thirties, mm. maybe thirty six, thirty seven, because he hasn't got that physicality about him. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, but Ronaldo, he's he is a beast. He is in many decent, ways. He is, he? A, and he's what thirty three, nearly thirty four now. Yeah, that is. And he's scoring hat tricks in World Cup still. Yeah, it is. He's literally in that game. He doubled up his World Cup tally. Like he went from three goals in three competitions to now six goals in four competitions. Mm. That's crazy. Yeah, um, I know it doesn't matter, yeah. but like, I wonder what Ronaldo's and Messi's scores, like ratings, will be on FIFA when they 
when they're inevitably icons. Like they have to be like ninety nine and yeah. ninety eight. Yeah, they have to be up there with Maradona. De- oh yeah, definitely in that rating. Uh, yeah, that is I enjoyed just, your rant. Very... You had to move out Maradona. What uh, about him being overrated? Not even that good. Yeah, he is overrated. <laughs> Literally, the only game us England fans know him for is that one game where he did the hand of God and literally scored one of the best goals ever. <laughs> like that's the only reason we consider him amazing. I mean, I my I don't know anything else that he's done. Like I know he scored a few of quite a lot of goals for Napoli and Argentina. Mm. But apart from that, I don't I c- you can't really compare him to Pele because I know a lot more about Pele. I feel like I should know about a lot more about Maradona, but uh, I don't know. It's just one of those things, you know. Mm. I just think Maradona's a bit overrated. He's not as good as what probably people make him out to be. Mm. And especially in regards to Pele. Like Pele, we know he scored them 1,000 goals. Which is insane. It's ridiculous. And, you know, I know he only did it in Brazilian league, but you know that he was the youngest Brazilian to win the World Cup. How he was like... One of the top goal scorers. He's top goal scorer for Brazil, and all this. Mm. And I don't know if it's just because Messi's Argentinian as well, and how Messi's probably broken a few of Maradona's records, yeah. or what what have you. But you just don't hear as much about Maradona and what he's done. Mm. You just know that he was a good player at his time. Yeah. yeah, but you don't know exactly why, apart from that hand of God situation, which is infamous for what it is yeah um but yeah you just don't you don't really know if you know what i mean Mm. i know it's just one of those things yeah it's it's crazy it's crazy world and it's just a pleasure to be alive during a time where we have two like pele's and maradona's playing at the same time like in Messi and Ronaldo yeah and even in the future where we have the potential to have Neymar and Mbappe Mm -hmm. Hazard, even players like Lamar and that sort of player, mm. where they're young and they have the potential to be world class. Even Rashford, and what he's doing at his age is, um, yeah, is is a good time to be a football fan at the moment. Mm-hmm. Now it's crazy. Moving on slightly. Wait, wait. I can hear my voice. I don't know why I can hear. I've my got voice. one thing to mention before we move mm. on. Nacho's goal. I need to watch it. I need. To, in fact, I'm gonna watch it. Now. Watch it now. Watch it now. It is that good. Okay. It's insane. Literally, F2 freestylers would be proud at the amount of swaz he put on that ball. <laughs> and for a defender as well, it it's even more impressive. Yeah. And it is that good. It's the goal at the moment. Goal of the tournament. Ooh. Just the technique, and the way he sliced across the ball to get that spin on it to get it into the net and it hit both posts which makes it even more like satisfying to watch mm. it was a very oh, nice go. goal it is so good oh fifa have already blocked it okay spain versus portugal it is it was like it out of the two goals at the moment for the um best goal in the tournament so far even though there's been like what four games mm. it's the two goals have been in that match. So you got Ronaldo's free kick. Yeah. And Nacho's half volley. Oh my word. Wow. It is good, isn't it? That does have swaz. That has got serious swaz on it. There's one camera angle which shows just yeah, how I much just, it Yeah, I just saw it, yeah. The technique. So good. Oh, that is lovely. It is mental. It is so nice. Oh, that is, yeah. So good. Yeah. So, uh, all right, yeah, England, 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 England. Football's yeah. coming home. As it we is, were singing, I've li- that's the, literally the only song I've been listening to over the past couple of days. It's the only song it's I've been lions. talking. I've just been <laughs> constantly in my head. Football's coming free home. Lines on the shirt. <laughs> Jewels remain still gleaming. Thirty years of her, even though it's like what fifty years now, fifty-two years, <laughs> yeah. fifty-two years of hurt. Never stop me dreaming. But yeah, I, I reckon 
well, I've been saying this to a lot of people now. The England camp and what I've seen of the training and the build-up is all very calm and positive, all good yeah. vibes. Yeah. Apart from that Sterling tattoo thing, which was a couple oh. of weeks ago now. I don't even want to get ridiculous. It. It's just going to annoy me, and I, I can't media, be but, um, to talk about the sun. But the um, the camp and the vibe of all the players getting along, all happy, and I think it gives, it's a lot of credit goes to Gareth Southgate in the way he set mm-hmm. everything up. Mm-hmm. Like every, I feel a confidence going into this competition. Like I know we probably won't go on and win it, no. but I feel like we can do something with this team. Mm-hmm. Maybe have a surprise, um, have a surprise game where we go on and smash Belgium or somewhere. We're yeah. like, oh okay, we got a good chance in this competition. If things and, go our way, we could end up playing Poland in the round of sixteen. I think, which it, I think either, we can do. Yeah, we can beat Poland. It's either Poland or Colombia, in my opinion. Yeah. Who can qualify from their group. So we either play one of them two, depending mm. on if we finish top or second. Mm. And then out of that, depending on how Germany and Brazil get on in their two groups, we end up playing either one of those two in the um, quarters. That's the... And uh... To be fair, we've seen England yeah. beat yeah. Germany and, and Brazil, Brazil yeah. before. Yeah. I remember, so didn't we, we draw with Brazil? A few years ago. Yeah, and we even we beat Germany like a year and a half ago now, mm-hmm. or a couple of years ago. So we know it is possible that we can beat these teams. It's just in the World Cups and big tournament situations, which... See, I think in the next World Cup, I think we can... Oh, God. <laughs> <laughs> that was a tasty voice break. First one of the series. Um, <laughs> I, I think in four years, I think our team will be really good. Because yeah. we've got our young players now who are going to be at the pr- like their prime, and then we'll also have yeah. a new group of young players. And I but think because uh, our England under twenty ones smashed it; they smashed a too long yeah. tournament. But the thing is with those players is that they're not getting the club opportunities mm. to improve even further. Whereas I feel like now this tournament for our senior squad. Mm is the perfect tournament to show the world just how good these players are. Yeah. Because I feel like if players like Harry Kane, um, Deli Alley, Rashford and Sterling don't perform in this World Cup mm. and when the next World Cup comes along, um, players aren't going to... They're still going to be like really good, but I feel like this tournament is going to show the world that these players are at a high, almost world-class quality. Especially yeah. for Harry Kane, I was list watching BBC today, and they said Harry Kane is the closest player England have to a world class player. Yeah. yeah, and this tournament is his pedestal to show the world that he is a world class player mm. and a world class striker. Because he's, I feel like if he's if he doesn't do it in this tournament, he? yeah, I feel like if this in this if he doesn't do it in this tournament, the next tournament comes around, and or the next World Cup comes around, and he's he's going to be twenty eight. Mm-hmm in that World Cup, and by that time, he's sort of come into the end of his prime. Mm. So I mean, if he doesn't is, do it then, the then that's, this like, is the that's time. it. Yeah. yeah, this is the time where he's going to show, I feel like he's going to show the world that he is world-class, and I think he is going to get four, five, maybe even six goals to help England do well in this tournament. Mm. And I feel like another player who's going to do well is Sterling. I really hope so. I, I like, I'm really rooting years, for Sterling. Like since the last World Cup, where even the Euros, where he's had a lot of grief from the press, mm. even the build-up for a little bit of this World Cup, but I feel like he's coming into this tournament with good mentality, coming off winning the Premier League with Man City. He's coming into this World Cup with a good mentality, good vibes, mm-hmm. and he's had the best season um, a, on a personal level that he's had in his entire career, scoring the most goals, getting the most mm-hmm. assists. So. I feel like this is a big tournament for Sterling as well. Like, I feel like out of any other players who are going to carry this team, it's going to be Kane, Sterling, and I think um, Rashford, in my opinion. Mm-hmm. Even though he's got a little knock on his oh, knee at the moment. Yeah, he's, meant, he's like, meant to be okay. That's all right then. But yeah, I feel like Rashford's going to have a really, really um, good tournament. And I think it's going to... 
if he has a good tournament in Rashford in this World Cup, I think it's going to help him in his um, Man United career as well. Yeah, and he's going to yeah. get more more game time there, which hopefully he does. Because he is a, I think he's a world class youngster at the moment mm-hmm. with a lot but of promise. What I've noticed in the in the last week or so on Twitter, especially now, I don't know if this is because I I didn't. I don't know. I I didn't pay as much attention to Twitter four years ago. I'm not sure. Yeah. But the vibe on Twitter, I I just heard myself again. That's really weird. Like sometimes I can like hear myself for a few <laughs> seconds. It's kind of weird. But um, the vibe on Twitter and the vibe in real life is so is like positive about England. Yeah. Like, there's a po- there's a good positivity about England. There's no real pressure on the squad no. either to do well because obviously we've been disappointed in previous years. Mm. There's no pressure on them. So there is the potential for a big surprise in this tournament. Yeah. Like I saw a tweet on Twitter, obviously. Um it was the picture of the England players on the plane. I don't know if you saw it. It was just like a picture they put on there on the England <laughs> Twitter page. And um I saw a yeah. tweet they got thousands of retweets and stuff and it was like mad the next time they'll be back in this country they'll be world cup winners and like yeah, it's, it's just yeah. like i don't know like it's light-hearted but and it's, it's crazy exciting. to think that there is potential for that to happen yeah yeah and i i, I reckon i'm going into this tournament with an open mind mm-hmm. and if we don't do well then so be it mm-hmm. but if we do do well and i'll be over the moon yeah like it'll be so good and Especially going down to the pub to watch the games, oh, yeah. the atmosphere, and it'll just do the country, the world of good if we the, the team do do Dude. really well in in the tournament. And I, f- I hope they do do well. Mm. No, no, like, like it's crazy. I don't know. It's weird because I think the the Euros from two years ago there was a ne- so it was so negative. I think like I think we our team for the Euros and the last World Cup was really good like we had that it was kind of that ending era wasn't it where we had Rooney Lampard Gerrard yeah like those players you're not, not not the Euros I think the no, Euros not the Euros. squad was the week, one of the weakest definitely even yeah. though it's because we had Kane we had Ali but they were only just sort of yeah, no, yeah. at that point now they're at the almost Deli Ali's still young yeah I know he's only not well 21 but, but Kane better. is getting to that prime era now mm-hmm. um but Comparing this squad to our previous squads of um, 2016 Euros mm. in France and the Brazil World Cup in 2014 and even the 2012 Euros and 2010 World Cup, mm. I feel like this squad of players is the best all-round squad of yeah. players. Yeah. Like Obviously, in, 2010, pardon me, in 2010, we had Lampard and Gerrard and Ferdinand and all that in the defence. But mm. at the same time, we had... Matthew Upson play next to Ferdinand mm. and John Terry and, and Robert Green in goal. John, yeah, no, Robert Green and, and James and whatever what is mm. his name? I can't remember who. David James. David yeah, James. David James. Yeah. But um, those sort of players like the Lampards and Gerrards and Terrys, they will sort of come into the end of their career at that point. Yeah. If that makes sense. See, I but think that I feel like this squad is young. It's hungry for success now it's exciting and it is exciting to be an england fan because i think there is a lot of promise especially now with the likes of kane and ali and rashford and sterling and and all these other players that can take this england team and do well with it but the one thing that is probably dragging this team down is Apart from Sterling and the Man City players and potentially Man United players, mm. a lot of the team is Tottenham. Yeah. And Tottenham haven't really had a lot of um, domestic success. Mm. They, they, they don't have winners in their team. Mm. In, it looks like Kane hasn't got that experience to win things. They get to semi-finals and bottle it. Mm. Ali, the same. They get to, he gets to semi-finals, bottles it. Mm. They don't have that winning experience that the like of Spain have, yeah. Germany have, France have. Mm. They don't have. That's the thing. We we don't have winners in our team. Yeah, which is maybe the one downfall we 
potentially have that we don't have that experience for if we get into the quarters or semi-finals to get us that step further. Mm. For me, our weakest point is our defense. I don't. I know yeah, people disagree with that. But defense isn't the best, and our goalkeeper. Is, yes, like we got three. Re- we got three. I'd say average keepers. Mm-hmm. Yeah, we got Pope, who's all right. He's done really well for. Burnley this season whether he can replicate that next season we'll soon find yeah, out exactly. we've got Pickford who is 24 he's getting he's getting there he's getting at that stage where he's becoming good mm. and we've got Butland who is also like Pickford is getting to that stage where he's becoming good but our, mo- yeah, our that, most senior uh, goalkeeper is Joe Hart and Joe yeah, Hart is Joe Hart not, you know he's, yeah he's just he, what is this done well for yeah. England sort of up until he's had his leg he's got a legacy he's he? had like, he's had his time as England player as an England player yeah but um yeah there's no we don't have a keeper where I'm like yes you're definitely starting you're world class exactly we don't have a we don't have a Neuer we don't have a Loris we don't have a De Gea mm-hmm. uh, we just don't have that sort of player from, where, and same with our defence we don't have a definitive back three I still don't know the back three we're going to no. start I know Definitely, Carl Walker's gonna have to play in that back yeah. three that we're gonna obviously play. Mm-hmm. But the other two, it could be <sighs> Cahill Stones, it could be Cahill Maguire, yeah. Stones Maguire, it could be Cahill Stone, it could be any for like, me, like one of those. You look at Spain, I know they leaked three goals in, but that was just because of you know they, they conceded a penalty and a yeah. A free kick and, and a goalkeeper. Um, yeah, but you know that PK and Ramos are going to start as them two centre backs. Yeah, the thing is, they've got defense. four good defenders and arguably the best goalkeeper in the world, who I know yeah. messed up today, Made but, a bit of a mess up, but in yeah. general, he is, you know. But like their their defence, Alba, uh, Ramos, PK, and then like, is, is it Carvajal? He, yeah, he didn't play though. That was no. Nacho today. Because yeah. obviously Carvajal's injured. So that is so strong. Yeah, that is, is so short. And then you've got same. ours, where we've got a decent left back, a de- a good right back, and then some. Even though our right back is going to be playing centre back. Yeah, exactly. Well, yeah, yeah. And then some. We'll have Trippier probably playing right right wing back. Like Phil Jones, like. Oh yeah, we forgot about Phil, Phil Jones, Jones. Is in our squad, which is always a risk. It, yeah, taking Phil mm-hmm. Jones, is, like he is prone to making a mistake. Yeah. Same with, same with Stones. Same with any of our defence, really. Yeah, I mean, that's Just the thing. that risk that we're going to have to uh, take, really. See, that's the, like, with England, like, I feel I feel excited when we go forward, but going back, like, defending, I, you yeah. never, like, we're always, always prone to conceding, yeah. like, whether that be against that's Tunisia. It's always like a heart-in-mouth situation. Yeah, exactly. Like, yeah, I, I never feel that confident when we defend. Like, even with our goalkeepers. Like, I guess, I guess our... Style is going to have to be attack is the best form of defense because that's what yeah, we're kind of relying on. Aspects. And even Southgate's admitted saying that this is the one way we're going to play and it is adaptable to certain situations, mm-hmm. but we are going to stick to this all the way through the tournament. Yeah, how it depends depending on how far we get, obviously. Mm-hmm. But they're going to stick with this three at the back or five at the back, however you want to see it. But we're going to stick with this formation and tactic. All the way through the tournament, there's no plan B. There's only this plan, mm. and yeah, I don't know whether that's sort of naive going to the, into the tournament in the way that if mm. things do go tits up, then we don't have a backup. We have no way backup, no backup plan. We don't have an Andy Carroll on the bench where we can just hoof the ball up top and even yeah. header in a See, that was late. Goal. That was our problem the season before last. We did really well, and then Gary Monk didn't have a backup plan and he said in yeah. his interviews his backup his plan b is to make sure plan a works and that sounds good but when plan a doesn't work and when play, exactly. plan a stops working you the literally can't look around wondering what the, yeah. they're gonna do now and when you're not like, used to losing like yeah like it is hard and that is a problem but at the same time if that is all you've got then <laughs> that is all you've got but hopefully, because it's a World Cup tournament, there's not, there's not many games. There's a maximum of what seven matches. Yeah, exactly. That we have yeah. to play, and fingers crossed that this plan A does work out for us. Work out for us. But overall, yeah, I'm, I am, I'm, I'm optimistic going into this yeah. tournament. I'm not overconfident about so, 
the England squad, even though it is a good squad. I'm not overconfident. I'm not overestimating where this squad can go in the tournament. I reckon realistically quarterfinals, mm-hmm. but maybe a surprise going in going into the tournament. Maybe yeah. there is a surprise on the horizon for us, but who knows? Mm. But I'm just excited. I'm excited to watch England again in the World Cup. I'm, Me too. It's just, I, it's I've got feeling. World Cup fever. Good, good, good. Like, yeah, it's, it's an incredible feeling. I'm buzzing for it. So um, before we talk about FIFA 19 and a bit about FIFA E3 18. And all f- E3 and all that shenanigans and stuff, yeah. Um, USA, Mexico and Canada winning yeah, the World Cup. Yeah, they're hosting the 2026 World Cup. What do you think about that? I'm happy about that. Mm. I think it's incredible. I think because soccer, as they call it over in North America, which is completely ridiculous, should be <laughs> just football. Um, but yeah, football over there is in growing. It's exciting. Every day. It's increasing. It's almost like is football's being reborn in America. If that makes sense. Yeah. It's like it was never popular. Now it's suddenly got this resurgence of it's becoming popular in America and Canada and Mexico. It's becoming a big sport in their culture now. Yeah. And it is exciting because a lot of their fans are excited, even though they're the cringiest fans in the entire world. Yeah, that's what I worry about. The fact that it is so uh, yeah. plastic, like in the sense that it is all new. Like, like how yeah, maybe I don't understand just, how like, the new supporting the team for the sake of supporting their team exactly. Like I don't understand how the new Los Angeles fan, uh, the new Los Angeles team has fans when there already yeah. was an LA Galaxy. Like, do you know what I mean? Who knows? It maybe is... it's similar to like a Liverpool Everton situation. Who knows? Yeah, yeah. But um, oh. yeah, I get what you mean. I don't know how I feel about it but being at the same three time, countries or four. Three, I think it's it? I think it's good because it um. Almost in an American politics sort of situation, mm. it unites all the countries together. Yeah. Whereas there's been a lot of like almost controversy between America, Trump, obviously, Mexico, and Mexico yeah. and the wall and all that shenanigans. So this sort of unifies the countries together. Yeah. Yeah. Which in a way is really good. Mm. So that's probably why, and that's a good thing in many ways. Mm. But on a football aspect, it is a lot of travelling. But it's no more travelling than what Russia is at the moment. Yeah, because Russia's yeah, huge. Yeah, it's ridiculous. It's like 300 kilometres between... Uh, 300 or 3,000 kilometres between one stadium and another stadium. is, And time difference, like one side of Russia is probably four hours, five hours yeah. ahead. Whereas another side is only a couple hours ahead. Yeah. No, which is mad. It's going to be weird. I don't know. I think the Qatar World Cup, I don't even want to talk about it because it is a ridiculous thing. It's a mess. And it should never have happened. And it is no, happening. It should get, it should get um, like, I don't know how to say it. It should be given to another country. Oh, without a doubt. The World Cup. Because I, well, I think England were in for that, weren't we? we yeah, and ourselves... there's a lot of bribery get being involved. Oh, yeah. In it's been confirmed, has not it? Yeah. I think it's disgusting. It's just, I'm pretty the sure... The way it's being played in the winter as well, it's just... It's stupid. I don't know how it's going to work, but... Ridiculous. I think England wants... Like, we put a bid in, yeah. and it's meant to be a vote, isn't it? Mm-hmm. And apparently we came last out of the four. So that means... I think Qatar and some other... So literally some other country like Qatar came above us, and it is ridiculous. Because no person... No one in the world who knows anything about football would choose Qatar exactly. over England. And I'm going to be honest, I didn't, I'd didn't. i never heard of Qatar. I was young. All Qatar but... ha- it have is money. Mm-hmm. Yeah, all I knew Qatar from was the Qatar, Qatar Airways, Airways from the yeah. Barcelona shirt. Mm-hmm. And it's, it's just ridiculous. Like, all Qatar have is money. And it's got confirmed and as well only, that they did the take bribes. Yeah. yeah, it's the only reason they've got the World Cup in what, 2020. And it is like murderous, isn't it? Like it genuinely has killed people working in the stadium. It's madness, ridiculous. Yeah. It's honestly stupidity. But the 2026 in America, Mexico and Canada. No, I'm looking forward to it. I reckon I'm looking forward to it. And we're, we're also going to be like what, like in our 20s at that point. Which is weird. And it's, it is weird. I mean, this is at our first time, World we Cup could, that we've... We, we, could lit- we could literally go to the... America and yeah, watch the games. That is that crazy. Which will be absolutely incredible. I don't know how that's going to work though, because you'll obviously need a visa for America and then one for Mexico and then one for Canada. 
Like, I don't know how that, yeah. that that's all going to work. But um, no, I think that's going to be good. It's going to be weird. Like it's going to be fun. I think that's it's going to be fun. Like Russia doesn't sound. There's a fun. lot of like. Do you know what I mean? Like no, yeah, so I get what you mean. Like Brazil sounds fun. Uh-huh. South South Africa sounds yeah. fun. But Russia sounds... Bit scary. Bit scary. Especially like, bit with edgy, the history you know? with Russian fans. There was a lot of... Yeah. I've read a, a thing of... that homosexuality... Obviously, that's frowned upon in Russia. But in Qatar, yeah, you can be killed. Yeah, it's, and it's, yet, it's horrible. Yeah, that's what they're promoting in a way. Because with the World Cup, you're promoting that country. You're promoting its values like and all that it stands for. Yeah, and I I think for too many reasons that World Cup is gonna be awful, and I I'm scared because yeah. that is meant well, that I, could be our World Cup, that could be our time to shine, and it's yeah, it's Qatar. In all honesty, I really hope that Qatar pull it out of the bag. Yeah, I don't know and how. I hope it is, and I hope it is going to be a really good World Cup, and it's going to be one that we'll definitely remember. Wrong. But at the same time, at the moment, I'm not going to Qatar World Cup. No, even though it's four years away, and we're literally only just kickstarted the twenty eighteen World Cup yeah. in Russia, but the Qatar World Cup hasn't got me buzzing. No, at the moment. No. Anyway, yeah. let's move away mm. from yeah. Let's move real away from football, football into virtual into football. virtual football. Yeah. yeah. So, are we allowed to talk about your playtesting now? Because, I mean, I'm not sure. I know YouTubers have I been played... talking about it. Yeah, I know they've been talking about FIFA 19. I don't know. All right, we'll talk about <laughs> what they've been saying. I don't think... I don't, yeah, I, don't, I think I'm allowed to talk about the specific gameplay things okay. now because they've been revealed. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah, there's certain yeah. things that haven't been revealed yet. So, yeah, I'm not going to talk about them. We'll talk about the mechanics. So, yeah, mechanics. Basically, Oli game FIFA tested 19. FIFA 19 and we don't know if he's allowed to say certain things so we'll just talk about things like i'll let you bring i'll let you bring yeah up exactly okay that you know so <laughs> i know we've already had this conversation but obviously not like this um yeah i apparently the passing is good yeah that's what i passing. Heard. it feels a lot more like um pez mm-hmm. in the way it's very responsive and quick passing like you're watching the spanish football yeah like the spanish football team passed and pass the ball around nice and quickly it's very responsive which is good because obviously in the past couple fifas passings and the the responsiveness of the game mm. has sort of been a weak point yeah. Yeah. in many aspects especially for you in and in pro, pro clubs. clubs see that's the thing i actually quite like the passing in fifa 18 i know a lot of people don't but i actually don't mind it i think it's, when you're playing yeah, with good players, it's, it's not, fun. It's because it's not responsive. It's, yeah, it's, that's yeah. why I'm not a fan of it. Yeah. Apparently, it does like like you said, the responsiveness of the whole game is good. Like, you tell players to do things, they'll do it straight away. Whereas, especially on pro clubs and online, there is that, like, I don't know, there is that kind of... I think with FIFA 18, sometimes it feels kind of heavy. Like, it feels like... Yeah, there's that sort of delay, isn't there? Yeah. Yeah, it feels like there's a delay, a delay, but I'm not sure there is. I just think that's the way the game plays. Like, it yeah. feels heavy. It feels like the players, like, weigh, like, 20 stone each. Like, it feels like you're playing with, like, a boxer, like, a heavyweight boxer. Yeah, I know what you mean. It's, it's, it's good that in FIFA 19 that they've made it more responsive mm. and more and less like how you've described it. Yeah. And it does make the game a lot more fun to play Yeah, as well, which is great for a lot of gamers. But the thing is, with FIFA, is that they'll release a really good game, gameplay-wise. Mm. But a couple of weeks later, they'll bring out an update, and it'll completely change the gameplay yeah. and the way the game feels. And everyone will be like, oh, FIFA and EA have changed it again. So that's what Matt which... HD Gamer was saying today. He said the passing yeah. feels like perfect now. Yeah, but with updates to come and obviously demo and different tweaks that they're making before the actual release of the game, the, the passing will probably feel completely different yeah. when the game releases to what it did, dud, dud, dud. did when I played the game. Do you know if you've got so, if your build is the one that they're using now, or I'm not hundred percent sure. I'm gonna presume it that. is or a very similar build. Yeah, maybe I'll, slightly I'll, later. I'll probably make a wild guess at that, but yeah, yeah, I'd say maybe probably an alpha, maybe yeah. beta. 
I reckon probably it's probably a beta, beta build. I would say more of a beta yeah. sort of stage. Because especially so with YouTubers, the, the they, like you weren't allowed to talk about it, whereas no. YouTubers are going to be telling their millions of yeah. subscribers. I feel I feel like this is the build they're playing is the one that's going to be the build just before demo, the demo. Yeah. So but yeah. that's the thing. Every like every demo that I've played on FIFA has never felt like the game ever no, yeah, ever. Yeah. Like the demo always feels like a hundred times harder. Yeah, it than actual game. It feels more unpolished. The, the game, yeah, and like more. Yeah. Which I don't know, sometimes it feels to kind expect. of too silly. Like I remember, like arcade. Yeah, yeah. Like I, I can't remember what FIFA was. It might have been sixteen, but I remember the the demo felt so fast and it was weird. Like it was like this. This doesn't feel. Oh yeah, real. this when you're playing this game feels a lot slower. Mm. But it feels like you're in control of the players more. Yeah. Yeah. If that makes sense. So when I'm dribbling, I feel like I'm in control of the player and the player isn't out of my control. Yeah. The player, it doesn't feel like the player's going to take that extra touch that I don't want him to. Mm. And when I click pass, he's just going to pass it immediately. Yeah. Yeah. So, yeah, there's that aspect of it, which I think is a good improvement and something that FIFA lacks in terms of the Pez FIFA yeah. rivalry, obviously. Because Pez Pez's gameplay is rid- ridiculously good and fun. Yeah. And it always feels new every time you play it. Mm. Feels fun to play and even sometimes fun to watch. Whereas the FIFA gameplay it isn't necessarily fun all the time. It's very frustrating. Yeah. Because the players don't necessarily do what you want them to do. Yeah. Yeah. Whereas now in this FIFA nineteen players can do the things that you want them to do. Yeah. Yeah. Which is great. Um it is great. Before we I think we should talk about Black Ops 4 after this and then sort of wrap it up as it gets to the hour mark. Um can do, yeah. We could also talk a little bit about um obviously we got Last of Us yeah. Part 2 Assassin's and Creed all our, Assassin's Creed Odyssey, mm-hmm. even Cyberpunk 2077 which I'm hyped for. But but I'm back to FIFA. Yeah, 19. I was going to say Alex, about Alex. The, um... What is your opinion? Okay. On them getting the rights for the Champions League and the Europa League. Okay, I was going to talk about the tactics, but this is bigger. Like, like... yeah. <sighs> we'll go on to tactics after this. I I feel sorry for Pez because I know technically it doesn't matter, but for a lot of people and. Admittedly, me included. For a lot of people. Like, yeah, I I like to feel immersed when I play FIFA. Like, I like to feel like I am not in control of, but like watching a real football game. Like, I like to feel like. Do you know what I mean? You're watching a real match. Yeah, you're watching the Champions League final when you're in the final. Yeah, rather than you're in the Champions Cup final. Yeah, it's just not the same. Like. (laughs) I, do, I normally just play as Leeds or like a League 2 team or something when I do my careers. Yeah, so you do your road to glory, but when you get into that Champions... That's a, yeah, that's about Champions the time Cup place. Yeah, once you get into the Champions Cup place, you don't feel like you're actually rewarded to get into that stage. No, exactly. Like, Whereas now with the introduction, in the introduction to with um, cha- the Champions League and even the Europa League, yeah. it feels like there's a lot more possibilities to feeling like I'm actually in the Champions League now like, with your League 2 team yeah. or your, your, with Leeds, for example. So I, um, I remember on FIFA 15, I think it was, because I remember this was when we were playing pro clubs, um, I had a really fun career mode with first Borussia Dortmund, mm-hmm. which now, again, they've also got the rights back for them. Um uh, they had Borussia Dortmund this year as well, anyway. So. Yeah, but they've now got the stadium back and oh, stuff. Do they? Yeah, yeah, they didn't That's have it last year. They don't. I don't. I know they don't have the Schalke Stadium. This oh, really? Year for FIFA. Oh, that's, so that's with um Pez oh, and right. same with the Camp Nou Barcelona Stadium, yeah. which they didn't have this year either. Yeah. But that's exclusive rights to Pez mm. still. Well, that's the same about Schalke. I actually really like the stadium because of the net. I like the interior. Yeah, exactly. The walk. Um, the what's that? What's it called? The walk. Yeah, yeah. Walk. The the hallway to the stadium's yeah. pitch. Um, just that the pitch, <laughs> the tunnel. <laughs> yeah, that's <laughs> it. The tunnel, the tunnel to. The... Um, but no, I liked. I had really good fun playing as Dortmund, and then this um, I forget who it was. Some team that was struggling. I think they might have been in the Bundesliga two. 
But I don't know. I had really good fun playing with the German teams. I might do that again now. Borussia Dortmund have the stadium. Oh, I remember you doing this career mode. Actually, yeah, it was just really fun. You're like a you're like a Bundesliga League Two yeah. team, weren't you? Yeah, and it was just I don't know why it was really fun. It yeah, like it was a challenge because the players were really slow, but I loved it. Yeah, and um, just feel like doing like a Portsmouth. Oh, I do. The, I used like to do all the time, but for some reason, Portsmouth being in League One is just not as fun. Like being League Two, you get to play against the League Two teams, and I don't know why, but it's kind of all fun because it's it feels yeah. it. See, what I like about playing as League Two is that it feels like League Two. Like, yeah, playing in the Premier League feels not. I don't want to say too like easy. Yeah, but it yeah, feels. I don't know. Playing in League Two, it's got a real grit to it. Like the pitches are bad, the stadiums are tiny, the teams yeah. that you're playing against are, are bad, and your players <laughs> are bad. Like it's everything's just bad. yeah, but it makes it fun, and it's different. Yeah. Like Ultimate Team, you're obviously used to using best like players that feel overpowered, like Jesus. Um, whereas that you don't have any of that. Like you've got you've got this 62 rated English man who's got 48 pace. 48. You know, and then you've got yeah. some like bald thirty-two, well, thirty-five-year-old, like Irish man who's got yeah. twenty-eight pace. He's a centre back, but it feels fun. And I don't know so why. You feel like now with the introduction to the champ with the Champions League and the Europa League, they feel a lot more rewarding. Yeah, when you play and as those teams, it also makes when you me get wanna... to that stage of the your career. Mode. And it also makes me want to play like careers like the better teams because I normally stay away from the yeah. good teams See, I'm I'm because I'm an Arsenal fan I've always played Arsenal mm. career modes and obviously or, or instantly in the Europa League or Champions League it just is it's that nice extra feature yeah to have the actual license and even the the um, presentation package of the Champions League overall which is just a nice addition I wonder how far they're going to go with that like I wonder if they're going to have the um you know, like after the ad breaks, it shows the little Champions League stadium thing with the yeah, Champions music. I wonder if they can obviously have that. you haven't played Pez, have you? No. No. With Pez, there's like a tournament mode of yeah. the Champions League, and when you start that, it has the proper introduction to the Champions League. Well, like that. The little highlights of matches that. Oh wow! On the, on the it's probably going to be exactly and... the same, isn't it? Like. Yeah, it'll be similar to that, I reckon, mm. which is great because the. The way that Pez dealt with the licensing, they took it took it with a lot of care. Yeah. And I hope FIFA do the same thing. I think they will. Pardon me, but yeah, I think it is a great thing that they got the Champions League and Europa League. Mm. Anyway. So, Black Ops. Moving on from football and FIFA and all that shenanigans. I know Alex wants to talk about Black Ops 4. <laughs> and I don't really know a lot about Black Ops 4 right now. Mm. I've watched a few trailers and stuff, but I know you obviously love the Black Ops series yeah. a lot more than what I do. Yeah. yeah. So yeah, I'll, I'll let okay. you so, take this away. I don't know about it. I am I think the gameplay looks... Are what's you, that? I thought that spider was just on my leg. Sorry. Are you torn about <laughs> no, it? No, like the gameplay looks incredible and I'm definitely going to buy it. See, I, that's the thing. From what I've seen, I think it looks incredible mm. at the moment. The gate. Yeah. Is, I think it's the perfect balance between Black Ops 2 and Black Ops for free yeah yeah no with yeah. the mobility of black ops 3 kind of being toned down a little bit yeah with the fun incredible gameplay of black ops yeah. 2 see that makes what's sense. putting me off at the moment is just activision like ah oh, the decisions they're making are not great like a lot of games these days have free dlc like that's kind of the um yeah like fortnite um, battlefield 5 uh -huh. especially now coming out and um saying they're not having a premium pass. Everyone's getting the same content at the same time for no extra cost. Yeah, I think that's brilliant. And I honestly was expecting Call of Duty to not do the same, but I thought they were going to do something similar. Like, what I've loved about World yeah, War Two is that the weapons are kind of easy to get in the sense that you can get them through contracts. You you get a lot of supply drops for free. Yeah, um, I think... But Black Ops 3, the way you got weapons was just buy as many supply drops as you can. And yeah, I think the only reason that Activision and Call of Duty in itself isn't doing free DLC is because they haven't really taken a misstep mm. in angering the fans into saying we want free free DLC. Yeah, and the th well, the thing Whereas is, people buy it. With with EA and 
Battlefront 2, the Star Wars yeah. Battlefront series, they took a massive misstep and caused a lot of contro- controversy with the like way they dealt with things in the early stages. Mm. And so they're like, okay, free DLC, free content updates, and obviously they've carried that over into Battlefield 5. Mm. But that's just my opinion on why Call of Duty haven't actually done free, LD- free DLC. Just I mean, yet. people are enraged by it, but the thing is, people still buy it. Yeah, and until exactly. people stop buying it, Activision aren't going to stop giving, like, doing it the way they're doing it because it's working for yeah. them. I know what you mean. But I think the gameplay of the game actually looks incredible yeah, at the moment. Me too. I'm excited for it. But the one thing I am buzzed for, and we haven't really seen anything just yet, is the blackout mode. Oh, yeah, I can't wait for that. Blackout mode, which looks absolutely incredible with the multiple maps put into one massive map. The... um. The multiple characters you can play as, the drivable vehicles, like on-land vehicles, sea vehicles, mm. air vehicles. It's just really exciting. Something we've never, truly, n- never experienced from a Call of Duty game before. And I, I'm it's just buzzing. It's the exciting possibilities that they can go with in this mode. Because we don't know anything about it. Like, we've seen that mini trailer, which is, no. I don't know, it's... It, Exactly. It's very simplistic in the way that it it tells us what we need to know, but it doesn't tell us what we yeah. want to know. Like, I want to know if we can squad up, because yeah, I reckon they're definitely going to be a squad mode and a solo. That's going to be so fun. Duos mode. It's just cool because it's also going to obviously be, I presume, in first yeah. person mm-hmm. perspective as well, which is something that we don't get from Fortnite. Yeah, like, exactly. I, I we do get it in PUBG. PUBG, yeah, but the graphics you do, aren't. but not yeah. You know the graphics and on Xbox and console pub player unknown background isn't the best in my opinion. <laughs> it's a, just very clunky yeah. to play, yeah. and Fortnite's just a lot more it's fun. Graf- in like my it's opinion, not really, anyway. it, it's a cartoony sort of thing, isn't it? Where it's fun. Yeah, it's not even just graphics. It's just the way it plays. Yeah, mm-hmm. it's just a lot more fun to play, and eat the gameplay of Fortnite is what makes it so much more popular yeah. I think but I think with Call and, of Duty it's going to yeah. be really interesting because Fortnite has bullet drop um, damage fall off and all this yeah. I wonder what they're going to do and building as well Like, I reckon the way there's definitely not going to be any building no. in no. Um, the Black Ops 4 blackout mode no. but I reckon the way players die and definitely now of the inclusion of self healing in the normal multiplayer. Yeah. I reckon that'll get carried over into the blackout mode. Mm. But I reckon the way players die is gonna be very similar to how players die in multiplayer. Yeah. With yeah. hundred and fifty health. Oh yeah. And you yeah. get shot like a few times. You can in the multiplayer as well, you can see the health bar as you shoot your yeah, opponent. Yeah, I don't like that. Which will get carried over. I'm honestly not a fan of blackout. that. I don't know why. I like it. I think it lets you know just how much you got to shoot your player before they die. Yeah, I think it's tactically a lot better. Yeah, a lot tactics. Of this, not true, a, yeah. a lot, a lot of this like inclusions help with the battle royale mode that they're including now. Mm. So a lot of them sort of come together to support both the multiplayer and that blackout. Yeah. Yeah. Um, mode. So that's probably why they've done a lot of this stuff to complement each uh, mode. Yeah. Now with the storyline, the fact there is no campaign, I'm I'm not bothered about see, it. See, I am. I think I'm not worried. There was what else? What else have they got to talk? No, about I know that's the, the thing. Because obviously this is coming before Black Ops Three. Yeah. yeah. So I don't. I'm not really that bothered. I never. I didn't play the storyline for Black Ops Three. No, that's the I thing. Was a bit, I thought it was a bit. Panned. That's the thing. Like, I was. That's why I really wanted there to be one. Because the Black Ops Three campaign was dreadful, but the Black Ops One maybe campaign because they wants... maybe that's maybe because they couldn't think of anything yeah. new to do for the Black Ops Three. So like maybe we don't focus on that as much, and we focus on something we know that's going to be massively popular amongst a lot of the fans, yeah. the majority of the fans in that battle royale mode, which is a wise move in all honesty. I'm happy they've done that. Yeah, yeah, me too. No, I think it's going to be a good idea. I just I can't help but miss it, like. The Black Ops One oh, campaign was the best campaign. I've, I love it. In, in, in any Call of Duty, it's the Definitely. best campaign. And then the Black Ops Two and was a great Black follow-up. Black Ops Two was all right. It was all right. Yeah. It wasn't the best. But I liked what they did. It was very. Um, it was very ambitious, and maybe sometimes the ambition didn't pay off. But at the same time, some of it did yeah. at the same time. But on the gameplay, and Black Ops Three was a bit pants. Yeah. Black. Oh, I 
I that's the only campaign in Call of Duty that I've not finished that I've started. It's just awful. Yeah. I didn't enjoy I it. I don't get what's going on. There's things about babies. Did yeah. you get up to the baby mission? No. You were in a forest. I stopped. And I, was, I was like in the third mission and just like, no, nah, I'm yeah. not having this. I, I tried and then I stopped when there was a baby. Right. So you're in a forest and it's all weird. And there's like lines of trees or like a line of trees and you hear a baby crying. And you go up to this baby that's in like a pram or under a tree. I can't remember. And you just pick up this baby and then you need to go to the next one. And then stuff got, starts happening. It's weird. I just don't I really know. get it. No, it's weird. That sounds weird. I'm glad I didn't play Type it. in Black Ops 3 baby mission after. Well, I will. We'll do later. Very weird. Moving on now mm. from Black Ops 4. What out? Obviously, E3 is recently just finished. Mm-hmm. Literally today, I think was the last day of E3 yeah. 2018. I know you didn't watch a lot of it, no. but out of a lot of the games you did see at the um, various conferences and gameplay demos and that, what games stood out to you the most? For me, For me um, definitely The Last of Us 2. Now, I'm currently playing... Yeah, Last of Us Part Part 2 looks incredible. Can't wait for it, even though it's probably not going to come out until probably middle to the end of 2019. That's good, though, because we've got like, still so much. And the thing is, they haven't announced a release date, so it could be 2020 before we see yeah. it. But that's okay, because we've got a lot of games this year. We've got, obviously, FIFA, Call of Duty, and then the big one for me, Red Dead Redemption. I mean, yeah, Red Dead Redemption 2, Assassin's Creed, Odyssey. Um, for The new Fallout game's coming out this yes, year as well. Yes, that's true, yeah. Um, so many games, and then obviously next year, Oh, even Spider-Man. Spider-Man um, comes out this year, which I'm so hyped for. Mm. Then, obviously, next year, you have the likes of the new... I don't know. There's loads of games coming out next year. It's hard to think what games yeah. are coming out next year. One sec. Right. You'd go and talk about why you like um, Last of Us. Why, why are you excited for it? Okay. Um, I've never played Last of Us until literally five minutes before we started this podcast, um, Ollie gave me his PlayStation 3 Last of Us to borrow. And it was, it looks very fun, but the reason I wanted to play it is literally because I saw that gameplay trailer and it just looked incredible. Like, the graphics looked amazing. Yeah, um, even the graphics in the, yeah, on the PlayStation play- yeah. 3 one are incredible. Yeah. And the gameplay for it, for... A 2013 game, even though it's five years ago, it doesn't seem that long. Yeah, the game is an incredible game, it's one of the best games I've ever played. Mm. Yeah, it's incredible. I reckon you'll enjoy it. Okay, I'm gonna have to go in a minute, but before we go, I don't know, just the, me- the mechanics of it looked really good. Like the shooting, yeah, you'll get to a point in this game in the, the original Last of Us. Mm where you'll see the similarities between the Last of Us Part 2 demo mm. that they showed at E3 and um, the game, the original Last of Us. Yeah. yeah. But games that are coming out next year, we have Kingdom Hearts 3, Anthem, which is the new um, Bioware game by E3, which looks half decent. Crackdown 3, Days Gone. Days Gone is a zombie game, all right, and comes out February 22nd next mm. year. And if you have, I, I don't know if you know Alex. Uh, is that the one with like the mass hordes of zombies? Yeah. Yeah. It's a one. It looks so good. It's an open world game. It looks like a Walking Dead type situation in many ways yeah. with Daryl and all that. It looks like you're playing a character almost identical to Daryl, not like looks wise, but the way yeah. he acts and that sort yeah. of thing. I think that game looks like it could be incredible. I'm really excited for that. Mm. Um got a bunch of other games coming out next year but yeah last of us part two really stood out to me the gameplay demo they showed and it just looks incredible and even the story i'm excited to see where the story with ellie goes yeah because obviously you're me, not up me. to that bit yet you're not up to you haven't been introduced to her character no. yet in the original one but um yeah she's a really good character and this takes place five years after the original one mm. And she's sort of learning who she is as a person. Obviously, get going through that stage of relationships. Yeah. 
and that sort of thing. And it, it does look really exciting, and I cannot wait to get my hands on the game. One, and I know it's going to be a long time till we do get it, but I just can't wait. One thing. But I hope. But sorry. I was going to say one thing that annoyed me um, was I saw a lot of people complain about how many female lead characters there were, and it was just really uh, getting on my nerves. See, that's the thing. I um, for games like Tomb Raider, obviously having Lara Croft mm. and The Last of Us Part Two. Mm. they're going to have them female well, yeah. because they're already in the universe and that makes sense and even for games like Assassin's Creed it doesn't bother me where you can choose between and Assassin's Creed Odyssey this is yeah. the new one that's coming out later this year but um, yeah you can play as a female or a male character and it doesn't bother me mm. it just gives the players more options to express who they want to be and what kind of games they want to play? Yeah, yeah, I know. I just, yeah, I, know. I think it's, I think it's good. It doesn't bother I've, me, and it's ridiculous that people are having an outrage. I about know. It. If, as long as the character has depth to it, it literally does not matter, like, at all. Especially with like Call of Duty, like people are annoyed that there were you could play it as a woman in Call of Duty. Now, Call of Duty is not like people moan more about that than, like, have you seen the Tesla gun? Well, basically, there's, you can use one of the super weapons in multiplayer on one. So, mode. is there like is there like point about it being them being outrageous? Is it that they don't believe it's realistic? That and also, I just think it's in general they just don't Call like having women. Call of Duty isn't a realistic franchise at no. all. No, even though it's some of the eras they depict, it still doesn't. No, it still isn't a realistic game. No, exactly. And the thing is, they moan the more list, about having a woman in the game than having your yeah. gun have diamonds on it or have a camo that moves like and all the what i don't get is that you have the option to literally not choose that character so i, I just don't see the problem i'm probably gonna have to go though i think we're gonna have to wrap this up over an hour well it's been quite cushy it has on that bombshell of us talking about females and video yeah. games which i don't know how we even got onto that topic but yeah, on that bombshell, World Cup started, we're buzzed for mm-hmm. it. E3's just ended, we're excited for many games, including The Last of Us, mm-hmm. FIFA 19, and Call of Duty Black Ops 4, and a bunch of other games like Red Dead Redemption 2, even though it wasn't shown at E3, we're still hyped for Red Dead Redemption 2, which I cannot wait, and I hope that lasts. It entertains me for a long enough period that I forget that Last of Us 2 comes around. Yeah. And when Last of Us 2 does come around... I mean, GTA has done like, that. Yes. Like, I've been happy with having GTA for five years. Or however long yeah. it's been, four years. So I think yeah. Red Dead Redemption is going to be like that, but better. Because they're going to yeah. gonna they're, they're have way more opportunities with the technology nowadays as well. Exactly, yeah. So it's exciting time. Exciting time to be a gamer. Exciting time to be a World Cup fan and a football fan. And an England fan. And an England Football's fan. Football's coming home. If football is indeed coming home and on that bombshell ladies and gentlemen thank you very much for listening to myself oliver and alex hello and for the next until next time good night but before you go don't forget oh, right. <laughs> if, if you're listening to this on a website like soundcloud or itunes or like i said a website that it is up that we don't know about currently. Indeed. Please check out our YouTube channel. Give us a subscribe because yeah. we will be uploading and these to hub. YouTube as well, but with visual stuff. Uh, I didn't hear what you said. <laughs> don't okay. Worry. I'll listen to that when I'm editing. Um, and yeah, so please give us a subscribe. And uh, nice. thank you for listening to our voices. And Yeah, thank you for listening. And it's been a pleasure. Mm-hmm. And until next time when we decide to do another Which podcast. Which we will be doing often, I think, because they're fun. Yeah, I reckon this is a good format. I'm excited for it. Okay. And it's gone quite smoothly. It has, yeah. I'm I'm, I'm very happy right now. <laughs> so, uh, well, anyway, thank you very much for listening. From me, Alex. And myself, Oliver. See you later. See you later. Ciao, ciao. Bye-bye. Ciao. Sadio. <laughs> ciao, ciao for now. <laughs>